0: I was also very much into a cage, uh, saying, "Okay, I should live a defined life, striving for status, striving for career." And and at some point, I loved it. But at some point, I reached uh, a, a level that it was not making me happy anymore. And I could get another promotion or another salary increase, but it was not making me more happy, let's say. Then I started going out in nature. Again, I understand. I really put a lot of things into perspective. And I understood, wow, there is more to life.
1: Welcome to Long Live Podcast. I'm your host, Eiswe Trečekoskajte. I'm here to remind you the power of your mind and that you are the creator of your life and your story. Quick invitation before I jump into today's podcast. Me and Ruta, who I speak with on the podcast today, are organizing a wild retreat for four days immersion in Switzerland mountains. It's gonna happen in July 14th, 17. This wild experience is to immerse yourself fully into nature, but also to connect with yourself through various practices, to connect to your inner self and knowing, and to how find guidance from outer forces and the tribe around you, how to create the energy moving inside you, and to amplify it with others. How to move. So you will have bodily practices to remove limiting rigidness and welcome flexibility and flow into your life. How to feel. Self-expression practices to show what emotions you are not allowing yourself to feel and how you can be safe in every emotion in your body. This opens up space for creation and growth through the ability to feel confident and protect what is you. You can find more information in the show notes and book this retreat with me and Ruta down below. Today I'm talking on the show with an exceptional Ruta Mikulianite. She She's a brain-based coach and a mountain leader in Switzerland. She is organizing retreats for people to connect with nature, others, and themselves. She's a unique human who can show you how nature can heal us. And I love this conversation because we talked about why nature is so important, why we are so wired to live in nature and how we can get more into nature and connect with it and what it does to us to improve our health. So I love this conversation and let's jump right into it. Very happy to be here. I'm happy to have you here. I know that you are after a great relaxation retreat and you are con- like connected to yourself and i'm so glad that we have this uh, amazing time together with you to talk more about nature
0: same here same here i always love talking about nature
1: <laughs> <laughs> i always when i see your posts uh, from switzerland mountains and my heart always sinks because you share the ideas that are really close to my heart and i think it's really important for all of us to get connected to nature and to be in nature and I want to you to share more about what you do and why do you think it is so important to get back to nature and to be in it and explore it and connect with it?
0: Oh yeah, thank you. well, maybe then, then maybe a few words about myself. so um, well I am a I'm a founder of be Outside coaching. It's a company it's a movement that uh, encourages people to go outside in a different ways through uh, walking, hiking, uh, forest bathing, and sometimes combining other holistic uh, experiences like yoga, meditation, and myself, I am certified mountain leader and forest therapy guide, um, and I love combining different activities and bringing people outside via this movement. Now you ask uh, why, why it is important to get out to nature, so, so many reasons, uh, I would say, uh, well, first of all, um, there are very like, intuitive reasons and very deep reasons like uh, our human evolution. We know that uh, most of the time uh, human beings evolved in nature and now the world is becoming more and more civilized and more people live in the urban areas and we know also the challenges of mental health we are facing there. Um, so really nature is a fundamental uh, medicine fundamental thing we come from nature right and we are part of nature we just have forgotten so these are kind of i would say intuitive spiritual reasons but i would like to also say there are multiple uh, health concrete health benefits that have been lately proven by science and research like really Acting uh, as anti-stress, uh, strengthening immune system, regulating heart rate. So yeah, really a lot of things. And I would say also, you know, philosophical reasons could be um, uh, just putting our realizing that our problems are small than we are in this beauty uh, is also important and putting things into perspective. Uh, And then, you know, aesthetical reasons, which is really just uh, enjoy the beauty, just immerse into the beauty. It's proven as well that, you know, our brain, it's beneficial for our brain to look into the beauty, into the so-called fractals. And so I could list uh, uh, (laughs) these benefits forever. But really, really, a lot of uh, things that are beneficial for us.
1: I heard you mentioned that we are now living more in urbanistic areas. And I think a lot of us, we don't get, I don't know, opportunities or time that much to spend in nature. So what do you think, which one of these that you mentioned is the most important to people to remember, to connect to nature and to find time to do it? And how long do we need to spend time in nature to get those benefits?
0: Yeah, that is a good question. You know, I would say uh, really depending where we live, Uh, some people live in in huge megapolis, you know, like uh, it depends in which country. But if you live uh, in Chicago, it's it's not that easy for you to get into the mountains or into pristine forest. Um, But I would say what what, what we all have in, I, I don't know a city on this planet that has no, a green area that has no even a small park so i would say you know just even walking in the park or by the lake because also water is uh, is is beneficial to humans uh, human brain and 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 the whole the whole system um just finding a small piece of nature in the in the city where one is living is already very good and just uh, um, you know, forest bathing uh, can be uh, practiced uh, in a very small scale uh, just simply by a mindful exercise or could be just sitting next to the water stream and listening to the water. It's a very easy mindfulness exercise. And if that is not available, you know, in the city, uh, uh, there is no really, there is nothing, uh, no tree, <laughs> no no river could also even create a small uh, nature place in our house. So I'm not going to talk a, a lot about this, but more and more uh, research proves as well, which plants, which materials we should be having to be close to nature while we are at home. So these would be very you know, basic things. But then, of course, I encourage everyone to go as much as possible to the wild forest or uh, to the mountain if possible.
1: Yeah, I actually read that if you don't have a park or a river or something nearby, that even looking to a picture of nature, our brain like already starts to rejuvenate and relax. And I was like, okay, that's like, if if it's that easy, like, why don't we do it like daily? Because it, it is like, we are so wired to be in nature. But nowadays, as you said, like, we are just living on concrete in concrete jungles, <laughs> Very, very well said. I
0: say thank you for that. And uh, indeed, uh, indeed, you mentioned very good thing, you know, just watching a picture because looking uh, to the amount of news and, and very often news in the, in the mass media are linked with visuals, which are really not very positive visuals. know i'm sorry to be back to the topic but showing the famous virus picture now especially also showing the pictures of the war and showing other you know pictures that are really not uh, putting us into the best perspective i would say so indeed looking at the nature pictures um and and and, and it can even it turn into mindful exercise you know uh looking the, into the detail of the picture on the d- detail of nature is definitely a good thing could be the first step
1: you were mentioning perspective uh for a second time and i'm just uh wondering like i know what fractals means but i don't know if everybody who is listening know like what it is and like what do you mean when you say that, like you can see fractals and experience fractals in nature? Could you explain us more about that? Uh, yes, sure. So um, fractals are
0: the um, um, well, like we could say, uh, structural structural patterns that we see in nature that are repeating. So if you take for if you take for example flower petals. A flower often has few petals that are kind of repeating. Or if you take even a leaf, this is also um, you have some repeating patterns. Or even if you have you know a tree that is cut, and, and unfortunately this happens too, on he, on the trunk of the tree you see also some repeating lines and 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 uh, objects. So these are really f- things that have been um, noticed into. You know, very different, very different. Um, I would say uh, different types of nature. You can see that on the ice. You can see that in the forest. You can see that, you know, uh, uh, sometimes e- even in the sky. But especially, you know, on the on the um, on the flowers, on small plants, those things that are repeating, and uh, definitely there is, you know, some. Something very interesting there that, you know, you could have very different interpretations, but basically shows us how nature intelligent is and how everything is linked and how everything is reflecting uh, the rest. So super, super interesting. And I would invite everyone to try to look at those repeating patterns. I would say the best example of that, if, if somebody still does not get what I'm trying to say, just take pineapple. And pineapple, if you look on the on the skin of pineapple, you're going to see very evidently uh, the f- fractals there.
1: It's actually good that I asked because even I imagined a little bit different thing. Uh, I imagined um, there's like a researcher that did uh, some experiments with water and yeah. he would photograph the fractals of the water depending like... Uh, he would like write different words or mm, play different music and then uh, show the fractals that have been formed in the water so i was thinking like more on that level that it's like more like I i don't know on, on a molecular level that is not not that visible to our eyes so it's good that i asked because i was like imagining that it's like something like that the nature
0: It's that, but it's much more broad. And actually, Mm -hmm. I I, I have one article about about that that I should share. But it's really also proven that um, looking into those fractals is a stress relieving for the human brain. So very, very, very interesting. And, you know, we have this medicine uh, of nature that is really free of charge. And it's available uh, in, in so many Uh, situations of our life and and we just have to get out and 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 look at it and touch it and smell it and (laughs) It's a free medicine.
1: Yeah, so one of the ways uh, like as you said with the Perspective is to notice like the little things the details and yeah Just to concentrate on the touch on the smell and to be in it and another way you said to also realize how little you are and how small and insignificant you are so how can we feel that more as well
0: it's a very good question and it's important question because i see uh, in the society we create so much unnecessary suffering you know we we tend to focus on 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 the problems on the challenges then really on this uh, fundamental things of life and so Sometimes it looks to, uh, it, it seems to us that our life is the biggest, that our problem is the biggest, and so when we go uh, to this beautiful, very beautiful forest or mountain, we experience uh, this uh, emotion called awe <laughs> uh, and it's also proven actually that it's really beneficial for, for, our, for us as a humans, but when we experience this awe, literally we're like, "Wow." <laughs> Yeah, we're in Ave. We are in Ave. But, oh, I, I guess we pronounce, we are, we are both Lithuanians, but I think we pronounce, I learned from my uh, Canadian uh, speaking friend that it's O. So yeah. we pronounce it as Or, even though I would love to pronounce it as Ave.
1: Oh, I think everyone <laughs> but, knows what you mean. Yeah, it's like when yeah, you yeah. mesmerized by something in front of you. Yeah, exactly. And
0: so, there is just such an incredible beauty and vastness of nature that uh, that k- kind of intuitive tells you, "Wow, why did you worry about that thing that somebody told about you? Why did you worry about that? You know, uh, I don't know, salary decrease or you know, there is so much more uh, into this life uh, uh, than, than than I'm than I'm thinking." Uh, it is. So when you go to the mountain and you see this um, you know, for example, in autumn you see this amazing colors which are endless. When you see this glacier that is melting and sometimes glacier has a cave and when you see this lake that is turquoise or blue and, and profound, profound color and when you see uh, those rocks uh, formations that are there for millions of years, Intuitively, you're like, "Wow, I I just been really uh, exaggerating on everything that's that's going on for me in my life," and and so that's what I mean about putting things into perspective. This this uh, immensity immensity, this landscape, this beauty really makes us uh, inspires us to step back, really to step back and 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 see again how beautiful the world is, how beautiful the planet Earth is and how
1: beautiful life is. I'm just listening. <laughs> and I'm in awe imagining like all of the things that you're talking about. And, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and I know that you're taking people like through these experiences and your company be outside uh, coaching. You just celebrated one year and I'm like, yeah, I'm so glad for you that you made this. Could you tell us like how did you start it? How did this idea came to your mind that you want to organize these special experiences for people?
0: Oh, thank you for that question. It's it's um, it's a beautiful one. Um, uh, so you know, now after one year, I I I, uh, I finally uh, took time and um, And, you know, in my priority list, this was not uh, the thing, but I decided to to create a logo because I really would like to, yeah, have, um, you know, professional branding in the end and all that stuff like people have. um, Because in the beginning, it was definitely not, not, you know, my priority number one. In the beginning was like, okay, how can I really uh, start uh, and create the amazing offer for people to get outside? That was my number one priority. But with this logo creation, you know the, the the logo the 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 lady that was creating asked me. So when was it established? And I said 2021 on the paper, uh, but 2018 in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so she, she put on the logo the, the, the 2018. I guess it's more important when things are born in our heart. But really, how it started it. First of all, I, I reconnected myself with nature seven years ago. It was really big uh, revelation in my life that wow, you know nature can do big things for us. And I started hiking. And then I started volunteering in a local club. Um, here in Geneva and I saw that when I take people outside that they behave uh, differently, they are like a different person, like something changes in their face, something changes how they behave with each other you know, like for example, sharing picnic or having um, like personal discussion but just seeing people smiling through the day and at the end of the day was like, wow I don't see those things happening in civilization and so this volunteering uh, thing was slowly inspiring me, and when I saw the power of nature on me, then I really reconnected. Uh, it was a part of my personal healing journey, and then I w- I started really hiking a lot and doing things by myself, wild camping and going for solo things, uh, and I really started getting visualizations. As I was hiking, how I can take this further? So it was in my brain. I could see, um, I could see really people. I could see people being in nature, being in the mountains, sharing stuff, doing different things, and and so it was really born in 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 my first in my in my brain inside of me in my heart, and and then I'm a the person that likes to take action. <laughs> so i started taking small actions so as, as i said in the beginning it was really volunteering and um and then i tried to do few few events on a different in a different format like uh hiking with meditation or hiking with yoga these kind of things and i saw more and more that this can can work so slowly slowly it built up into now full full full-time activity which you know i i have a hard time to call the outside coaching a company it's really a lifestyle a movement it's it's what it's who i am basically it's who i am and how i live so
1: that's so beautiful you said that you started going to the mountains and hiking when you were on your own healing journey could you share more about that like what did you feel you needed to heal and What was your inspiration that helped you to do that in nature to reconnect to the healing process inside of you?
0: You know, I was this person, I think, lacking of self confidence. Uh, I had a lot of doubts about myself. And I was also very much into a cage uh, saying, okay, you should live a defined life, striving for status, striving for career. and And at some point I loved it, but at some point I reached uh, a, a level that it was not making me happy anymore. And I could get another promotion or another salary increase, but it was not making me more happy, let's say. And so when um, I started going out in nature, again, I understand I really put a lot of things into perspective. and I understood. Wow, there is more to life. Um, and the other thing was especially with wild camping um, or you know even even you know five day hiking hut to hut was uh, revealing to me, wow, I can do those things. I can put up the tent. I can actually sleep alone in the tent in complete wilderness. Sometimes I can sleep even without a tent, just uh, in the open air. And these are really small things showing you, wow, actually I can do so many different things. So somehow I, I, I believe that nature is um, building the confidence. It shows you, you can, you can, it has no doubt on you. You can do this. You can find your way. You can read the map. <laughs> no. And and. And, and so it really built my confidence. Um, and the other thing was, it, 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 it was really, play, uh, you know, as a medicine, I would say, clearing my mind, clearing my mind from all those thoughts, from who I am, who should I be, um, showing me that I can lose, be so many different things. So it was really healing me in so many different ways. But I would say key thing is self-confidence built. Uh, realizing there is more to life, and really clearing, clearing my mind, and opening up as a result, opening up to really who I am and who I want to
1: be. Wow, that's very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If you could remember the first time when you went on a, an adventure alone, uh, to sleep in nature alone, and to build a tent and just be there on, you know, on your own. If you can recall that time, could you share, like, what were your thoughts when you started that journey and when you, like, finally, like, built the tent and, like, yeah, just did everything on your own?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. I have to say, you know, my first uh, night in the tent, uh, yeah, I, ha- I-, I, was, I was scared. I did not know exactly what I was scared uh, of. But I think, you know, yeah, it's just completely novel experience. You, something that you haven't done before. So for our, for our human brain, it's like, okay, what's going on here? And so I prepared myself quite well, but yet I did not have a sleeping bag that was warm enough and a few other things. So I was pretty cold. And yeah, just really uh, when the night comes and you're really alone there, it's a very new feeling. And then you have to really face a lot of things, but mainly yourself (laughs) and your fears. Um, So it was not very comfortable, I have to say, my first night. Um, And and I think on my first trip, I remember I did in total two nights. So it was three days and two nights. Uh, first night was already better, but yet, you know, you, you could, uh, like, I, I remember I was somewhere close to the forest, on the top of mountain, there were some animals running around and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, I, I really had to face my fears and this uncomfort of being there by myself, alone, in a silence, but I trusted, I trusted uh, uh, nature, I trusted somehow deep inside still myself, and um, what, what happened after was amazing because I, it's like the whole new world opened up for me. And it made me realize all my possibilities that, you know, you can really be independent like that, self-sufficient um, just with your tent, a little bit of food and your, your backpack and mountain boots. And so, again, it, it showed me new ways of being, new ways of, of doing things, of experiencing things. And I think it made me also a stronger person because, yeah, I, I just realized so many more things are possible for me.
1: For sure. I think it did. It did, like, all of those <laughs> things because, like, I remember my first time when I camped alone because I, I was, like, very used to camping and I knew everything about it. But I would always do it with friends And when I went, uh, just on my own with a tent, I thought that I will take a dog, but I didn't take a dog. So I was like completely alone. And like, my biggest fear was then, I think it was my dream that some, someone is like walking around the tent and I just freaked out. And I was like, Hey, (laughs) now I have to protect myself. Like I'm on my own, you know? Yeah. So I think like, I realized that like my biggest fear was like that. Like there are some people that are not like with the greatest intentions. And I was like, okay, I just need to like camp somewhere like far, far away more from like um, cities and towns. So I would like feel safer. But yeah, it also boosted my like self-trust because I was really like there in that moment ready to act, even though initially I found out that. There was nobody around, and I just like created it in my head, as you said. <laughs> Everything is in our heads. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, and when you talk about nature and how like it creates so many levels for you and realization, and you can really like open up and see so many possibilities. My new realization was as well. Um, I'm I'm a diver, so. Uh, I have never connected to the water in that sense before. And one day I was just really there and I realized that as you said, nature, it it really like stuck with me because you said it like uh, in a different words, but it was about this idea that like nature can take you whatever you are, like with all your happiness and with all your struggles and just, provide you an opportunity to like be there accepted for who you are no matter who you are and i had this in in the water as well where i was like okay like no matter what i bring here my pain my happiness my joy it can just take it and love me and i love it back and it's like so beautiful this connection yeah <laughs> It's like so nice talking with you.
0: Yes, I'm here. <laughs> it, and, but, you know, this is what is amazing thing about nature, because, okay, we have that nature connection, but then what uh, is a very lovely and and very powerful thing that nature also connects human beings.
1: Mm-hmm. Because,
0: um, you know, we talk about solar trips and that's amazing, but it's very powerful to also bring a group of people and as they interact with the nature, in in, in uh, you know with nature, then they share things back. We find those common things this also human connection as we experience that nature connection. Uh, so it's similar what you know we are having now. You we we relate to this experience uh, about nature, and that is also human connection. So. Really, nature has a power not only to create well-being for us as human beings on an individual level. It has a power really to, to create uh, this well-being on collective level, on, on, on a group level. And neuroscience proves us too. We need, we need human connection. We need powerful human connection. And having, having that through nature is yet another amazing, amazing thing.
1: That's so, so true, because I think what we get in nature, like there is like very simple life when you're there. And I think it's more that tribal connection, more on that just like simple level. And as you said, science proved that. But not only, yeah, if you look like from archaeological perspective, we have always lived in tribes. We have always had a community. And in a modern world, we kind of like lost it. And I think what you're doing with the retreats, uh, people are there as a group, as a tribe, and they help each other out. And that's what like really connects them too. What do you think?
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, like you said, yeah, it's a good word. Let's not be scared of this word uh, tribe. It is definitely, um, we are a tribe. We just forgot it. And we have separated uh, from each other as a human species for different reasons, for, you know, acquiring things, reaching for certain status, and so on, and so on. But we are a tribe, and to survive on
1: this planet, uh, we need each other. So, so true. I'm also interested, like, have you always been a nature kid? Have you always been interested in nature since you were little? Or is it something that you just found out, as you said, seven years ago?
0: Uh, well, I was very connected,
1: I, I, I grew up in Lithuania and I really
0: grew up uh, a lot, uh, I, I grew up in a city, but I spent a lot of time in the uh, countryside with my grandparents, especially in summertime, uh, or also on the weekends, because uh, my, my grand and great grandparents were agriculturists, and so I grew up on the land, you know, uh, having a, a garden, going to the forest, so very close in a way to nature. But then I, I started studying and I studied abroad and traveled abroad. I became really a city girl and uh, I really lost a connection uh, to nature. So I had really, uh, I would say, around 10, 10 good years, even more, where, I, where nature was absolutely not part of my life. Um, and, and, and so then this thing clicked on me and I, and I, and I, and I, and I tried again. Uh, It actually was thanks to one friend who said, could you go hiking with me? Because I'm coming to visit you in Switzerland and it's a beautiful country. And I was like, okay, I'm a bit bored by this idea, but I'll just do it for you. And then we went together. I was like, wow, (laughs) I am missing on something big. I am missing
1: on something. So you tried hiking in the mountains for the first time, not for yourself, but just... For somebody who asked you to be a friend. And yeah, you found it like really accidentally. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. And it I changed remember. my
0: life. And it changed my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember the last time when we wanted to record the podcast, but we couldn't. Uh, we talked, uh, like I said to you, like, I don't know how I found you because I believe like the best things in our life. It feels that they just like come to our life and it kind of, it lands unexpectedly, but it happens to be like the best thing in our life.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. You know, it's true. It's true. And this is, I think, uh, maybe for people who listen, not everyone will understand what we mean. And that's okay. But I... (laughs) This experience in nature, I could not read it before, but now more and more, I learned also from nature that universe is moving us and the the, the maybe higher forces, nature is moving us to a place where we have to be, where we have to evolve. And it's not easy to understand that on the moment when it's happening. But now I see more and more, nothing is happening really without a reason and It's moving us in a place where we can be either our best or where we have to evolve still and step up. Mm -hmm. And so definitely, definitely it's that. And so I think for me, uh, somebody, the universe uh, saw that this girl, she will crash if she continues living like she lives in the city and only Mm -hmm. being city one. And so it, it it really pushed me in the direction because I initially I did not want even to come to live in Switzerland. I was like, what is this country with cows and bells and some kind of mountain? I wanted to stay in Paris because I lived in Paris, and I was like, oh my goodness, I got a job and I have to move now to this horrible country called Switzerland. <laughs> At that time, I was thinking like that, but it oh, but, really was yeah yeah. The backup plan of universe was that this. Uh, this woman at some point she will take people to nature
1: oh my gosh i didn't know that you lived in paris and like as i know you now and i imagine you in switzerland i'm like okay like i can't imagine you're like other version of ruta you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what you know that's what we also get a lot of image from social media and 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 of course what you know what we are communicating about ourselves uh, When we create maybe, you know, a content on on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, people get certain image of us. But yeah, we all have we all have stories. Right. We all have stories.
1: We do. We do. Yeah. And as you said that, like you were pretty rigid and you had a plan and you knew where you were going. And in a way, universe pushed you. So I have a question for you. How much do you think it's important to have a plan and to have a vision and to have strict goals and to be like, in a way, you can be blinded by it without seeing anything else? And how much is it important to open up and listen to your heart, not only to your brain? And yeah, and be open to the opportunities that can be given to you from the universe or whatever other source that you call it
0: <laughs> yeah I love the question you know because I know I say you are a coach and I am also a coach and in coaching uh, the main thing uh, that we work on is goals so we have to set a goal we have to set the goals right uh, and we focus on those goals uh, and, and the roadblocks uh, to remove roadblocks and, and and it's and so I think we have to have uh, a vision we have to have uh, goals because human brain needs uh, that structure to put us a little bit on the comfort. So making things clear to us, because otherwise we would be like everywhere. Uh, so, that, but of course, goals are very heavy thing. It's very much in our mind, and and it's important to set them. But I really learned it's uh, very very important to stay. To create that goal, that vision, to, to cook into it, let's say, um, uh, work out in your vision, visualization how it may look like, what is the best way for you of that of that goal, of that vision. But then let it go and really surrender into what life's life brings and which opportunities brings to us. And so really trust that it, since you have that goal and you are taking action and the goal shall be definitely aligned with who you are, with your vision, with your best self, so when you are in that alignment with this uh, universe energy, it's like a source, it's like a source, it's like uh, uh, somebody is helping you. Like I have to say, in my in my V uh, outside coaching movement uh, this year, I felt Somebody was helping me. I don't know who it is, but definitely mm-hmm. there was somebody helping me, because I was because it's something that is aligned with who I am, with my values, with my purpose, and so I'm getting that support from. Sometimes also from from people that I'm like, wow, I, I did not know uh, he was watching me. He was telling nothing, and now he's coming with a suggestion to do an outing for the team or just sending a word of support. But some, some support are like clients coming. You don't know where they're coming from mm-hmm. and that's uh, abundance. And that's uh, support from universe that is coming because you are relaxing into that vision. You are not rigid. So super important to work with both, with the head and with the heart. I know in my life, I, I suffered the most and I, was not able to achieve even my goals, then I was rigid. Mm-hmm. So that's really important and that's what I learned on my journey.
1: And how did you learn to balance it out, the the goals creation part and trusting and doing the action, but also being guided and led, like what were the main things that allowed you to like connect to it?
0: Oh, it's really, I think it's an ongoing process. Uh, You cannot say today I wake up, I have this goal and I completely like, oh, relax about it. Mm -hmm. No, you have to take action still. You have to take action. But I think it comes through meditations, through also, uh, you know, when I go to the forest and ask, uh, (laughs) what do you think uh, about this project? What's going to happen? I always get a guidance uh, and support which is invisible. And I know for some people it might sound strange what I'm saying, and and that's okay. But uh, it's an ongoing process. And of course, there is also doubt on the way when your head is coming in and saying, oh my gosh, now what's going to happen here and there? So it's a constant process and it's work and it's channeling and it's remembering why are you doing this? uh, uh, And where are you going? But really trusting through Really practices, I think this is where self-care becomes important and really priming the, the part of the brain that is uh, not the doubtful one, but the one that is more, uh, you know, allows you to, 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 to tune into, into wisdom. So priming yourself for good uh, as you practice meditation, as you walk in a forest, as you are moving and maybe doing Qigong or yoga or running, um, we need to prime ourselves uh, to be on that on that you know empowering part of ourselves that is allowing us to trust.
1: Mm. I really like that part where you said that you go to the forest and you ask. Uh, <laughs> I think it's I think it's amazing. I'm that weird person as well who do weird things that others are like. What are you doing? You're hugging a tree, and I'm like, yeah, I'm hugging a tree. You know, <laughs> it's so normal <laughs> in my life. But yeah. like, how do you, how do you read the the message? Like do you just intuitively feel or do you like search for some visual signs like what what is it for you like when you ask and you receive? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a good question.
0: You know, you can it can be done in multiple ways. Uh, for me number one thing is really as you are there in nature in the forest, you are more opening up to your heart. And so your, you connect through the forest, through the nature, with your heart. And heart always knows. So it's just uh, that type of guidance. And then you can indeed, you know, as you're asking that question, you can look for the cues. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe the branch has fallen at that time. Maybe the bird was singing. Uh, or whatever, you just have to kind of uh, try to look at those little cues and signs that nature is uh, offering to you.
1: Mm, that's beautiful. I want to uh, quote one mm, sentence from your website because I loved it. Uh, nature does sure. not push, does not judge, that does not impose, it does not ask, does not provide opinions and i think like this is exactly like what you said you will get there what you're looking for yeah yeah thank you for quoting
0: that i i I put that long time ago and i forgot that it's there but it's still valid (laughs) and and yeah you know i think in a very simple way nature is our home so uh, nature is our home, and so uh, it's a mother. It's a, the it's a biggest mother of all mothers, uh, and it's a mother for everyone. And, and mothers, they don't judge, they, they love, and
1: mm.
0: that says it all.
1: True. Ruta, it was amazing talking with you. Where people could find you and where they could book these amazing retreats with you? Let us know.
0: Oh, thank you, Isa. I also I love talking about those things, and so you can always find me on Instagram. It's be outside coaching or my website. Very simple, beoutsidecoaching.com. You can always contact me directly. I am reachable and accessible if I am not uh, in the mountain. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I I really love I really love taking people out and see how they open up, how they become more of who they are and get inspired and yeah i'm looking forward for my next uh, next retreats and programs and share it with, uh, with the world
1: when there's no way find you will find a better connection right <laughs> yes what would be one last thing that you would wish for all of the listeners so they would know and incorporate in their lives just get outside and uh,
0: look around, not only with your, uh, you know, uh, outer eyes, but look look so deeply into that piece of nature that you choose, that you also see it with your inner eyes. And then mm-hmm. just notice what happens.
1: That's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for being here on this show. I'm really glad that you... Uh, came here and gave us so many beautiful insights about nature. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Aysve. It was really wonderful sharing it. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for inviting me.